I hate talking to the barber. Welcome to Grumble Goat. My name is Matt Labodka, and this is a show about all the small things that drive me insane. Let's grumble. I don't mind when it's small talk. Sometimes they want to say, oh, how you been? How you doing? What do you do? You know, random small talk. I'll hit some small talk, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about why is it so difficult to describe haircuts? I just want a basic white guy haircut. Why is it so awkward to describe what I want with my hair when basically what I want is so simple? Isn't it? Or is it more complicated than I think it is? Wow, how difficult can this be? I get the same haircut every time. Granted, I don't always see the same guy, but talking to the barber makes me really uncomfortable. I have to describe how I want my haircut. Doesn't it look like, yes, the hair grew out, but it all grew out evenly, right? Like, just look at what it is now and imagine it an inch shorter. What do you want, the top? What do you want, the sides? How about the neck, the front, the crown of the head? Crown? Listen, here, here's what I want. Just use the clippers in the back and then cut the front. And then somehow it always comes out different. No matter how specific I am about it, it just comes out a little bit different. And I, I imagine different barbers have different styles. I get that. That's fine. There's a lot of play because when it comes to my hair, there's a lot of give. The way I like my hair is just chaos. Like bedhead up front. I like a little bit of sloppy mattedness in the back. I like just the slightest hint of a part. It should be the easiest thing to do. But one time I told a hairdresser just to clip the sides and then to use scissors to cut the top. And she took the scissors and she cut the top down to match the clipped sides, but then decided that she cut it down too much. And so started using the scissors to cut down the sides that she'd already clipped. And I basically ended up with a classic middle grade crew cut. It's like I joined the army, but the recruiter was mad at me and set the clippers to a lower setting. Like I couldn't show up to an audition for weeks. Well, how is this difficult. It's got to be the same style that the last basic 30-year-old white guy walked out of here with, right? Like, j- just do that. It's as normal as possible, but somehow I get flustered trying to describe it, and then they aren't even listening. They're, like, putting the Barbasol on their combs, and they're like, so what do you want? They're paying just as much attention as the dentist is when he asks, so have you been flossing your teeth? And then he just ignores me, and then he's like, no, no, you clearly haven't been flossing your teeth. Barbara's like, so how do you want your hair? Nah, you know what? Let me do it my way. Why is it so awkward? The best haircut I ever got was from somebody that didn't even speak English. Perfect haircut. God, that was beautiful. I hate talking to the barber, and that's the grumble. Grumble, 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 grumble. What? Grumble, 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 grumble. What's got your goat? For the latter half of the show, we'll bring in my better half, Veronique, for an unpretentious look and a segment we call... What's got your goat? It's quarantine still. I feel like I've been more creative than I've been in quite some time. Yes. You've been doing the videos. I've been doing the craft videos. I have one coming out soon, which is great. And you also got yourself some hair chalk. The hair chalk, though, is kind of a disaster. You didn't really see a lot of testimonials on the chalk. And I was like, I wonder why. And now I know. They didn't load the box with too many testimonies. No. And they didn't give you like real directions of how to do it. So I got so excited. I put it all over my head and it just created this cone of color. Children use chalk. So they probably didn't see much need to put instruction on there. Oh, they think it's for children. Well, they figure an adult person could figure it out. Less instructions make more questions. Great. How is your hair doing? It's quarantine. Oh, my hair is doing great. Mm -hmm. I dyed it, which was nice, but it is getting a little long, though. I'm going to have to order some cutting scissors, like sheer scissors. You keep your hair pretty long. Yeah. What do you describe it? I would describe it a little longer than shoulder length. Okay. Because my hair is like wavy straight. 
I, I really like my hair short. How I short? Had, I used to have it short on the bias. On the bias? Yes. I got oh. a French haircut when I was in Paris. Oh, a French haircut. Yeah. So it has like an accent. It definitely had its own flair mm-hmm. and it was amazing. And I also like my hair blonde. I figured out how to style it. Because so. uh, I, I don't know much about long hair because I, I have boys hair. Short hair that's very thin. We don't have to say that. Well, it's not anything. I didn't say you were it's balding. Just, it's delicate I just said like a baby were... doll. I have what I call a basic white guy haircut. Yeah, you have a basic white guy haircut. When you go to the hairdresser, how do you tell them these things, these words that you say? Oh, well, I've been going to the same hairdresser for quite some time. But you know what I do? I say I would like, you know, layers, like the Jennifer Aniston layers in the front and then some layers in the back, but not too Larry. But then I say, I trust you. So you go with mainly names. You're like Jennifer Aniston and Larry in the back. (laughs) Not Larry. I always have a hard time describing how my hair is supposed to look to the person who's supposed to make it look the way I want it to look. Right. Well, some people like to bring pictures. One time on my phone, I pulled out my headshot. Oh my God. And I was like, make my hair look like this. And the whole barbershop was laughing at me. Amazing. So I learned, I haven't thought to bring somebody else's picture, yes. but I'll tell you, don't bring your own picture. <laughs> You're like, I want my hair to look like this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I look the same. You know what? I did that too when it came to color. I just said, I need my hair to match my headshot. As time goes on, the color can dull a little bit. Sure. Or get redder, but you can use purple shampoo. Dull or become more red. Yeah. Is there a name for your hair color? Well, I would say blonde, but the thing is- Oh, I meant like, does the box have a name on it? Champagne blonde was what I dyed my hair with. Mm Mm-hmm from the box for the first time Oh, during quarantine. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. But that's not what happened. I definitely did not get the champagne blonde. I got something slightly darker. Well, it's because I think if you go to the salon, they're going to do more treatments to your hair. They put a toner. So what they do is they do a base break. They do the highlights. You're talking and about then, the salon. The salon. I and meant then, the box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's no... T- you could buy a toner, but that's really like... I have a couple spare toners here under the printer. No, you don't. You you don't dye your hair. No, a toner is also what you put in a printer. It was a oh, joke. It was like a little joke. I get it. So you go to the same hairdresser. Yeah, I love Ariel. She's great. Oh, that's a they, that, that's a good cheat code. I've been to a couple different salons. I feel guilty that I didn't stay with the other ones, but I really like Ariel. Oh, oh, there's some drama there. You know, you you have a relationship with your hairstylist. I don't. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> I have a relationship with my hairstylist. I I liked the location where she was, and I just trusted her. I mean, she did a fantastic job, the dye job on my hair. No, I want to hear about the people that you threw to the curb. Well, I went to this guy in Queens. He did a fantastic job, but like the price was more than I was paying in rent. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I I wasn't paying as much as I am now for rent, but it was like almost five hundred dollars. Five hundred for one haircut. So I did not go back because I felt like he took advantage of me. Wow. Normally, it'll be about 250 or 350 and then you tip a little bit. So it's like 360 by the end of it. You spent $360 on a haircut? On my hair, yeah. What I might buy a new video game console for. Yes. To get your hair looking pretty. Three times a year, yeah. Do you know how much I spend on a haircut? Like $20. But yes, the guy charges me 18 I give him 25 though. I'm at the salon for like three hours at least. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No. You have the same person you go to. So then, so when you go back, you're like, oh, do it the same way with the Jennifer Aniston and the Larrys in the back. <laughs> yeah. 
Great. I actually like the V cut in the back. That's sure. really my favorite. I'm big on the V as well. <laughs> For guys, we develop a favorite barber shop, okay. but not a favorite barber. The, but the I'm thing- just like, I'm looking for a haircut. And they'll be like, hey, Joe, guys looking for a haircut. You do have a preference of the guy that you liked in Brooklyn. Right, but I never asked for the guy again. When I got him, great. When I got somebody else, that's fine too. Sometimes they cut your hair a little too short. The way I style my hair is kind of chaotic anyway. Right. I just sort of do like controlled chaos. But what I appreciate about your face is that you can wear different haircuts and you kind of look like a different person. Yeah. When you were in that that reading and you played Einstein and mm -hmm. I was like, he's totally taking on this role. I'm like the Ken doll of hairstyles. Yeah, but it's like your face mixed with your hair. Oh, I got a good face. You got a good face, They say I have a great face for radio. (laughs) Have you ever looked at the back of a bus where they're advertising a radio station and you're like Mike and Diane? I would always listen to Mike and Diane. Spanky and the turd burglar. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, Mike, I didn't know you were bald. I remember the first time that I saw, because I love Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, I saw a picture of Peter Sagal and I was like, oh my, nope. Ooh, another one is the guy who voices Bob's Burgers. Oh yeah. Because he also voices Archer. All three of these guys don't have the issue that I'm talking about in the grumble. Oh. All three are bald. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, well they just shave it yeah. off. They don't have to worry about describing it to a barber. Well, yeah. You know, when I go in and I want to change my look, I go in confidently describing what I want. But then I always say, well, you're the professional. And then I usually end up leaving with a great haircut. Only a couple times that I leave and I was like, I didn't really like that that much. But I mainly care about the color. I choose my hairstylist based on how they dye my hair. Oh, it's the dye. It's the dye. Oh. Well, you have a certain amount of length that like cutting it can't really be screwed up at a certain point. Yeah. and As I also- long as it kind of gets to a V in that Larry back. Right. Also, what's up with the pictures outside of random barbershops? They're like all from the 80s. They're all from the 80s. We didn't want to update this? Or, they- do- or are we all just doing the Jennifer Aniston like all the time? Well, everybody's doing the Rachel. The Rachel, sure. right. <laughs> but yeah, all those pictures, it's like a frosted lens. Yes. And the boy picture is the Zach. The Zach the Morris. Zach from yeah, the, the Morris. Little, the, yeah. The ocean spray wave. Yes, the ocean spray wave. Now, you've recently had the experience of cutting a boy's hair. Oh my gosh, it was terrifying. You I, took my clippers I did. and gave me a quarantine haircut. I know. And you were like, here you go. And I'm like, um, like this? What? And I was like, no, the more questions I ask, people right. always get In, so nervous. Instructions are important to lead to clarification. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> more instructions, less questions. But I can talk to you. <laughs> You're right there. But you were like, I don't know. I don't, I've never really used these either. And I was like, great. <laughs> blind leading the blind. Nice clippers, the wall. Oh, they were solid great. brand. Yeah. Once I got the hang of it, I turned into Linda from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> All right. All right. That's what I kept saying as I was like fine tuning it. When, when, when do you think the first barber was? Barbers have existed earlier than the 70s or 60s mm-hmm. because like they sing in groups. Oh my God. The barbershop quartet. Yeah. But like when was the first barber? So in the caveman days, I feel like your hair would turn into dreadlocks because bathing, you know, bathing, it's all oil to keep it short and out of the way. They must have just cut it with a knife. So either short and out of the way or dreadlocks. Dreadlocks was the way to go. I love the idea of caveman days because you don't have to describe what you want to the barber because you don't have language. Oh, (laughs) you know, they could shave it. They probably sharpened tools enough to shave their hair. Yeah. So the first going to the barber shop, maybe the Romans. 
the Romans. Yeah, because people would braid their hair, like the Victorian era. Well, that's after the Romans. Obviously, way after the Romans, but they would make like sculptures and, and they would the, make braids. The, the, arist- and the aristocracy would wear powdered white with the tight curl. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they would. Give that beautiful matronly look. Right, the Marie Antoinette. Now, Jesus of Nazareth, he lived in the Roman Empire. Yeah, he was around then. Did he have a barber? No, he had long hair. Oh, so if you have long hair, you don't have a barber. I feel like they had to fashion scissors by then. In the year zero? I'm picturing people knifing, Knifing slicing it, it, (laughs) slicing it off. Caesar would have very short hair. What do you think came first, the the razor blade or the scissor? I don't know, but scissors and tools would be like medical supplies, right? When when did they start dissecting bodies? The the Renaissance. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Leonardo and his pals Mm -hmm. like started dissecting cadavers. For art and for science. Leonardo da Vinci just created everything, didn't he? I feel like Leonardo da Vinci might have been the original grumble goat. He just thought everything was stupid. Well, he was an expert (laughs) on many topics and just got frustrated by all of them. What about um, Socrates? Did he invent scissors, maybe? Did Socrates of ancient Greece develop scissors? (laughs) I think the answer is yes. Did he develop the glider? Socrates was a philosopher. He was a scientist of the mind and the make-believe. But I feel like there are drawings. I feel like there was someone before him. Cave paintings. No! In Greece! What did he invent? I can't remember who. Or was it a she? I wish it was a woman, but I think it was a man. Do you think it was a man that took credit for his wife's drawings? You know what? Yes. I'm going to say yes. That happens a lot of the time. Ugh, this patriarchy. I know. Hashtag feminism. Well, the Romans stole a lot of things from the Greeks. Sure. Gods. Games, gods. Mm-hmm. What about Atlantis? What about Atlantis? Maybe that's where the scissors came from. The scissors, because merfolk, where would they be without scissors? Alive. <laughs> they couldn't cut themselves and gut themselves. Oh, they're into self-cutting. No. Oh, the trident. Oh, but that's not really a scissor. Oh, the, tri- the trident. The trident, right. If it had a trigger <laughs> on the bottom that put the forks together. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the merfolk are into sushi? Well, yeah, all raw fish. They constantly eat raw fish. Is that what they eat? The merfolk, sure. I mean, they—I bet they eat fish. They just don't eat merfolk. You don't think there's any vegan merfolk? Are you talking about mermaids when you say merfolk? Yeah, oh, but I'm—I'm okay. I'm trying to be gender neutral. There can be mermans, and so the gender neutral term would be merfolk. I'm down for a gender neutral merfolk. They're not all cis female down there. Oh, but I don't think they needed scissors. <laughs> hair does something different underwater. Yeah, look at Ariel. I know, gorgeous, gorgeous red hair. Red hair. Yeah, and splash. You think she had some Scottish in her? I think she had some Viking because everyone has a little Viking in them. Oh, little Norfolk in little there. Norfolk for the merfolk. A little scandalous Scandinavian. Navia. <laughs> yes. From what it... I understand, the movie The Little Mermaid is actually based on a family of manatees. Oh, really? Well, they thought manatees were mermaids. No, not really. Yes, they did. On the boats, they would see the manatee, and they thought it was a merfolk. Yeah, I meant, no, The Little Mermaid was not oh. based on a family of manatees. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. This has been an episode of Grumble Goat. Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Labotka. I'm Veronique Hurley. Please subscribe. I hate when people say please subscribe. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah, I love Ariel. She's great.